Hi everyone, this is Leslyn Keith, President of the Board of Directors at the Lipedema Project and Director of Research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today I have an excerpt from an interview with Dr. Ken Berry from our Lipedema and Keto Worldwide Summit that was held in 2019. Dr. Berry is a family physician from Camden, Tennessee, who counsels his patients about diet. In this excerpt, he talks about the differences between how men and women store fat, and this all begins at puberty. He also discusses how diet can exacerbate the genetic tendency towards lipedema. So there are genetic mechanisms, lipoprotein lipase and other markers that can mark a certain cell, an adipose cell, right? An adipocyte to tell it whether to hold fat or not. And we can look between the genders and we can see immediately different ways that the different genders hold fat, right? A man is going to hold fat in his gut, around his waist. He's going to, that's where he's going to hold it on average. Now there are exceptions to all these rules. And so starting, let's say we have an 11 year old girl and 11 year old boy, right? And they're standing side by side. They're metabolically healthy. They're going to both be holding fat exactly the same way. If you hide their hair, and look at them from the back, you can't tell which is the boy and which is the girl when they're 10 years old, unless they've been eating McDonald's since they were two years old, then you can. But I'm talking about, say, 100 years ago, back when there wasn't all this processed garbage. You couldn't tell the difference between the boy and the girl if you saw them from the back without their hair being in the picture and their, whatever they were dressed in. They looked exactly the same as far as fat distribution. But as soon as puberty hits, right, as soon as the hormones start to have their effect, girls start to hold extra fat in their breasts. They start to hold extra fat in their hips and in their buttocks and in their thighs. That's normal. That's a normal fat distribution. And things like lipoprotein, lipase, and other markers in the adipocytes, so the fat cells, tells the fat cells on a girl's butt and thighs and breasts hold more fat. And we don't consider holding that extra fat to be a disease process. That's completely normal for a woman to hold lots more adipocyte or have adipocytes that are much more full of fat in her breast tissue than a man's. We don't consider that abnormal at all. That's completely normal. You know, and so women basically have fatty breast disease. If you want to, you see how you can just use the language and no, it's actually not a disease. It's normal. It's normal for a woman to hold extra fat on her butt and on her hips and on her thighs. That's completely normal. And so I think probably what lipedema is, is that these women just have a much higher percentage of the markers like lipoprotein, lipase, and other markers, and they don't just have it in their butt, in their hips, and their thighs. They also have it around their knees and in their calves and even down in their feet that just is telling the adipocyte, hold more fat. And you can just, you know, imagine 50,000 years ago, there was not enough garbage for her to ever hold the pathological amount of fat that a woman with lipedema can hold now, eating the standard American diet, that just wasn't possible. You couldn't get your hands on enough carbohydrate back then in order to stimulate that much fat storage. And so I think that's probably what, I don't think anybody knows yet with lipedema why exactly, but I think basically they just have more lipoprotein, lipase markers and other markers that just tell those fat cells to hold more fat. But the answer for that is still, what are they having access to in their diets that is giving them the ability to store all that extra fat? Even though it may be stored in inappropriate locations, it still all goes back to the diet. It still all goes back to nutrition. 
And I have two lipedema patients in my practice. And then Nisha and I know a couple of people with lipedema in the ketogenic community. And they're all four women, of course, because that's, you know, I think lipedema is 99.9% of female issue. And it's because of what I talked about earlier. They just hold fat at different places. But all four of these women have had great success with their lipedema with a very low carbohydrate diet. It hasn't changed their genetic predisposition to hold fat at those places. They just hold lots less of it because they're not eating a, a diet that allows them to store extra fat, right? And so they're slowly but surely burning all that fat. And for the average guy, he's going to hold that fat around his gut. But for the average woman, she's going to hold it at different places just because of the difference in the gender hormones. But then when you have the added thing of the markers on the fat cells, then you start holding it, you know, way down in your legs. It's unusual to see somebody hold fat that low. But I think the answer for everyone with lipedema is a very low carbohydrate diet. And I'm so glad that the lipedema community is starting to recognize carnivore as a viable option because I think for them, if they want their body shape to resemble what they consider a normal body shape, it's going to have to be almost zero carb for them. And that doesn't mean they have to portion control and calorie restrict any of that. They can eat until they're full, but it's got to be super low carb. Thank you, Dr. Barry. That is really interesting perspective about how genetics can influence lipedema and how it really goes to the differences between men and women. And this might be exacerbated when you say that you have a genetic predisposition to potentially develop lipedema. And thank you also to you, our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema Flash Briefing. 